And uh, he's being rung up. And uh, he is now connected. Pastor Eli James, how are you, man? Welcome back to Inside yeah. the Eye Live. They didn't yeah, give me the bottom, the, yeah, the bottom of the hour break. Okay. 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 We had a little echo for a little while, but it should go away. Yeah, I'm going to turn you okay. down a little bit. Down a little bit. Because I hear the echo too. I hear the echo too. Okay, try that again. Are you on a, you're on your phone or what? You're on your phone or what? No, I'm on my computer headset. Because I have massive feedback even even from you. From you. Okay. Okay. Uh, is it, I could call in? Uh, maybe, yeah, you can call in if you'd like, see if that'll go away. See if that'll go away. Yeah, maybe that'll work. Okay, let me call you. Okay, fair enough. All right, Pastor Eli James is going to call right back. That was absolutely terrible. I don't know why that was happening, but, uh, it is what it is. So he's either going to call in or he's going to try. There he goes. Let's see if this one works. All right. Let's see. Does this one work a little bit better? Is that better? Oh, heck of, no, you're fine now. Okay. Excellent. I've excellent. turned you down a little bit and post-production will pop you back up and get you back to normal volume. Okay. Anyways, welcome back, man. Long time. You've been giving me a lot of great information on Skype. I do read everything that you send to me. And you've been kind of all over this COVID-19 election fraud stuff. And I say you've been writing and saying some really great stuff. So I said, all right, let's bring you back, man. It's been a while. So thanks for coming back. Yeah, absolutely. So just get right into it guys this is pastor eli james you can hear him over on Eurofolk radio uh what time are your shows uh pastor well i'm usually live on weekends and uh friday nights seven well i'll just make all my times eastern eight eastern and then saturday morning and saturday morning oh and we got really major Infinite feedback, unless uh, uh, it seemed to have stopped all of a sudden. Yeah, I just, okay? yeah, I just, but yeah, it's terrible but connection, yeah, it's terrible. dude. Yeah, it just it seems to have stopped all of a sudden. Okay, all right. So if you can still hear me, we're good. Okay, I can hear you. Okay, I can hear you. But I'm hearing me twice. Yeah, on your folk radio, uh, uh, Friday nights at eight Eastern, Saturday mornings eight uh, Eastern, and then eight Eastern again uh, Saturday nights. Uh, with a restoration hour, and then uh, Sunday morning at 7.30 a.m. Uh, and noon uh, on Sundays. Virtually all of that is identity stuff, although restoration hour, we tend to do a lot of politics, and, uh, and Yahweh's coming to people on Fridays. We do more politics as well. Okay, but uh, I've uh, basically put out a statement, which I believe I sent to you, and let me just go through it. It's very, it shouldn't take more than a minute. Okay. Sure. And it says, uh, what we are witnessing is the culmination of 100 years of intrigue by the Rothschilds who created the Federal Reserve Bank for the purpose of controlling our economy. They have used threats, intimidation, bribery, blackmail, and assassination in order to bring America to the brink. Who do you think assassinated Kennedy? Their control of mass media, public education, Hollywood, the UN, NATO, and even global religion, the false prophet of the revelation, 
has enabled them to fool an entire planet by dumbing down the masses and manipulating us with fear porn, otherwise known as Corona Madness. Read Revelation chapter 17 through 19. This is the empire of merchants prophesied by John. As my listeners have heard me say many times, the Rothschilds intend to do to America exactly what they did to Christian Russia, the Bolshevik coup. It has taken them 100 years to de-Christianize us to the point of exhaustion. Satan will wear out the saints, as prophesied in the Old Testament. They have financed all the wars since the French Revolution, and the sheeple are clueless. This is why John calls it Mystery Babylon. It is time to wake up to who the Antichrist is. Over to you, Dennis. I'm trying to keep things... Okay, from echoing here, because I'm echoing too much coming through on your side. Okay. So I don't know if your headphones are high or what. I'm not sure why it's happening. I'll try to, I'll try to lower mine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little bit better. So yeah, that's better. It's probably coming through your headphones equal. I lowered you also, just so you know. Yeah, everything's fine. Everything's great. Okay, yeah, I, of course, I don't take it from the Christian perspective all that much, but certainly I do understand there is a roadmap game plan, uh, certainly encoded in many of these ancient books, and so I'm not going to discount it either. Uh, the Rothschilds clearly have been at this for quite some time. I do really believe they are looking to take over the United States and just wipe it out. And not sure they can accomplish that, but they certainly seem to be right on the cusp of finally completing that. They've engineered all these wars over time and space. Uh, where do you think we are at, quite frankly, with what's happening in Washington, D.C. today? Uh, you've got 10, 12, 15,000 troops. Uh, you had Pachenik coming on Alex Jones's show yesterday saying, Alex, we're in the middle of a military coup, man. You don't get it. This is a military coup against the coup plotters. That happened during the election. Where do you stand on this idea? Okay, well, let's just go through what happened that day, uh, uh, January 6th. And uh, we had uh, Donald Trump invite all of these patriots to come to Washington, D.C. And so I guess there were a million or more. Uh, it was a, a pretty hefty total of uh, patriots coming to town. And uh, at the rally, Donald Trump said, okay, we're going to march over to the Capitol building. And whether Donald Trump is involved or not, that was a setup. Because what happened was, and every source that I've checked out confirms, except for mass media, of course, <laughs> mass media does not confirm that either Antifa, uh, probably just Antifa, not Black Lives Matter, there weren't too many Black Lives Matter agitators there that I could see. And plus, uh, a, a Trump, pro-Trump rally would not include too many blacks. It would have some, but just a few. So they could infiltrate it with Antifa, white people uh, putting on Trump hats and waving Trump flags and marching side by side with the Trumpsters. And the information I have, and Alex Jones pretty much put the same information out, uh, shortly after I had pretty much determined this is the case, that it was the Antifa people who were smashing in the windows, who got into the building and turned over furniture and smashed stuff inside the building. But actually, when the Antifa was smashing the windows, there were patriots there who fought them off. So, of course, mass media doesn't get into that whatsoever. 
you know, people being fought off. Uh, and you know, so the, the narrative from mass media has been totally that all of this was done by white pro-Trump rioters, which they never refer to Antifa and Black Lives Matter when they burn cities down <laughs> as rioters. They, they refer to them as peaceful protesters. And then once inside, uh, Ashley Babbitt, who was one of the uh, you know, mo- more vocal people there, uh, she uh, she shouldn't have. She tried to break in through a, a window, or maybe she was just trying to poke her head in to see what was going on. But uh, when she did that, she was immediately shot by one of the Capitol building police. Okay? So my contention is that None of the violence was caused by Trump, uh, Trump supporters. It was all caused by the police themselves or by Antifa posing as Trump supporters. Uh, your comment. Uh, I would actually support a lot of what you just said there equally. The, the Babbitt story, there seems to be a little bit of controversy on the Babbitt story. Maybe she, this is a false flag type of shooting equally. Uh, again, I don't know. We're not there. We're just trying to read what we see on the paper. But yeah, I think this was a setup. I honestly think this was a, a democratic plan, deep state plan to make it look like Trump was doing it. As we all know, the timeline now doesn't fit. Trump was not finishing his speech to 111. The first gates were broached or breached at uh, 1246. So they weren't listening to Trump. They were out on their own. It's a 40-minute walk from where Trump was speaking because of the crowd size. So it never could have had anything to do with Trump. This is a pure setup. So my point is it's probably a deep state leftist democratic ploy to paint the Trump people to use that as the pretext to impeach Trump as as just part of it. And then, of course, take down our comms, which would be uh, our social media accounts, our archives, our everything that we have up on the net. So I, I think this was honestly uh, a false flag done by insurrectionists. The Democratic Party, deep state people, had nothing to do with us on the right. Absolutely zero. I agree 100%. So, but nevertheless, we're being blamed as we always are. Yeah, well, that was the whole plan. Yes. That was their plan. 100%. They use this as, they need, that's how they, you know that, uh, Eli, that's how they do this. They always need to have some type of false flag to, to build their narrative against. You know, I call them dreidel points, but, and that's all this was. They, they had the script already written. They they had their yeah. plan already written. They knew what they were going to do. They were going to take Trump down. It didn't matter. They just needed the pretext to do it. This was all planned. And I think uh, uh, that's going to come out soon enough. Honestly, I think that's yes. going to come out soon enough. You know, you look at the uh, the military buildup in Washington. Uh, do you kind of like concur with a Pachenik that we might be staring at a literal military coup right now against the civilian government in Washington or the pending civilian government? I don't think they're going to go that far, but uh, you know, certainly uh, uh, Trump still has one ace in his deck, uh, namely the uh, 2018 insurrection. I, I don't know if he signed that already, but there was an executive order uh, to declare the election false given sufficient evidence. And, uh, there's definitely sufficient evidence. Okay. Mm. Uh, the plan, the plan was to announce all that during the Capitol Hill hearing on the 6th. 
But very little of that got read into the record before the so-called stormtroopers entered the building. Now, another thing that uh, suggests this is a false flag is we have video, and uh, let me just refer you to InfoWars. I, I hate to refer to Alex Jones, but he has actually the best video on this whole caper. Uh, InfoWars.com slash, uh, forward slash posts forward slash false flag attack at the D.C. Capitol building. So that's probably still the front page story on his website where you can see that the Capitol Police opened the door and let people in. Okay. My first feeling was, okay, well, maybe these cops are friendly because it looked to me like they were all patriots, right? And nonviolent patriots too. I mean, they were definitely nonviolent. But then, a little while later, then it began, it began to be rowdy, okay? Now, I think, uh, you know what uh, mob mentality is like, right? If you're in the middle of a large group of people and somebody starts running in one direction and, uh, and there's an attack and, you know, other people will run over just to see what's going on, other people will run the other way because, <laughs> oh, no, there's trouble, Right. And then there was uh, fisticuffs inside the Capitol building. So what was that all about? You know, are the uh, patriots uh, punching each other? I don't think so. Okay. And then later on, we see two guys dressed in clearly big burly guys dressed in military gear. And Doc Waterman said that those are military style backpacks they had on with, we presume, the laptops they stole from uh, Nancy Pelosi's office, okay, and then whatever else they got in there. But if that's the case, none of that evidence, except for maybe a couple of letters that uh, purport to be from that computer where she's telling uh, Democrats to uh, blame Trump for everything, whatever comes, but they've already been doing that, so that's not nothing new. So uh, everything everything points to the fact that this is another Charlottesville, Dennis, Yet another Charlottesville. And boy, they have perfecting their art since Charlottesville. Yeah, I think okay. you might be right on that one. This is a, I think it's a Charlottesville style operation. But I, there's so many facets going on, like the military coming in to take that. I, I don't see that side of it really caring about the Charlottesville side. In other words, it's certainly something the FBI is interested. It's something that the DOJ uh, the Democrats, uh, Jewish power structures in America, those are things that they're interested in pushing and peddling. And then, of course, you get the FBI coming out, what was it yesterday, saying there's going to be armed insurrection at uh, all 50 capitals. Uh, do you hear anything yeah. about that story? Yeah, I, I saw that. I didn't even bother to click on it because I thought that was false info. That, uh, no, uh, you know, anybody, any patriots who are still reeling from all of the horrible propaganda from January 6th, are not going to be inclined to do it again a week later. Okay? I don't see that. So if anything, it's another you know, attempt to blame things on the right you know, being committed by the left. Okay? So everybody knows, they should know, that George Soros and the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds and the Democratic Party have been funding Antifa and Black Lives Matter for who knows how long, who knows how long. Okay. Yet mass media never says a word about it. Uh, the only airwave broadcast station I know that ever talks about this is One American News. 
they're on the airwaves. I forget what channel they're on in, here in Chicago, but they talk about these things. But no, no other airwave uh, media corporation talks about these things at all. Okay, all you get is the left-wing narrative, mainstream media narrative, and of course the Rothschild blaming blaming everything on white people. And of course, you know uh, Joe Biden come out and st- stated all white males are terrorists. Okay, so I, when I heard that, I was, are you including yourself, Mr. Biden? <laughs> Maybe you're the terrorist. Okay, posing posing as a white man. <laughs> so I I don't know, but we are talking about a, a false flag, a staged. Uh, actually, let me back up a little bit because I've been on the air talking about these types of things since 2003 and even earlier. Mm. And at, at one point, I stated on the air, what we are witnessing in the world today in terms of what we call news is nothing but Jewish theater. You know, it's funny Jewish. about that. It's literally Jewish theater. It's literally. That's they stage right. everything. I yeah. mean, it's literally just all crafted. It's not even real news. It's it becomes so obvious. No. Yeah, and and with the COVID uh, nonsense, uh, there was a time uh, early on, and then uh, the last time we you know, were on the air together, we talked about you know this was maybe right after March, maybe it was early April, that we d- did a show on this, and uh, already we realized that it's only elderly people who were getting sick and dying from COVID. But it was right right after the time that Donald Trump had turned over the keys to the White House to FEMA, uh, having declared uh, a national emergency. Well, that right. only lasted for six months, and uh, that, so what, I'm did not that sure. terminate? So, I, yeah. I never heard that. That was never an announcement anywhere. So it was March, April, May, June, July, August. So in September, that 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 ended. Yes, supposedly. Supposedly, okay. Right. Because yeah, he's reactivated okay. FEMA just yesterday. He did. He did. Oh, okay. He reactivated them. So right. something's up, yeah. you know. Something is up with what's something going on in up. Washington. Right. Yeah, and, and I don't see that it can be good, you know, because the fact of the matter is, uh, for me, Donald Trump has been a horrible disappointment. I still remember very vividly the speech, the debate that he and Hillary had, where he said, "I'm going to lock you up." And that was uh, the, the chant that uh, the uh, pro-Trump voters, uh, lock her up, lock mm-hmm. her up, lock her up. So here we are four years later, and she's still on the loose. So what's going on? Well, maybe maybe Donald Trump has had his life threatened. Maybe he's been part of the act all along. You know, he's surrounded by Zionists. Half his family is married to Zionist Jews. Okay. So is this just another uh final the final act in the destruction of America where Donald Trump is his job would be to inflame the right wing and the Democratic Party's job is to inflame the left wing and have the American people duke it out while the Rothschilds sit back and laugh? Well yeah, but it's possible I guess. I, I'm not adhering to that idea. Personally, I'm not. But, uh, yeah, I think it's possible. Uh, I've always said they didn't need Trump. It would have been easier for them just, it would have been easier just to put Hillary in power and just kill it. 
Yeah. Rather than drag right, it out right. for four years. You know, there was no need for that. And now let's be honest. I mean, what what's good about Trump, if we want to be positive here? Tell you what, we're going to go into break. That, this might be a great discussion, yeah. Eli. Let's get uh, back yeah. uh, with Pastor Eli James right after this, everybody, inside the iLive primetime. It's Thursday, January the 14th. Back after this. All right, everybody. Welcome back. A new, new, I just saw a new name in the, in the chat room, everybody. Steve Bannon is joining us. Steve, thanks for joining us, dude. That's kind of cool. Nice to have Steve Bannon in the audience. Wouldn't it be Eli? Is that the real Steve Bannon? Oh, I kind of <laughs> doubt that, but you know what I mean? That would be kind of cool if it was. If like, hey, Steve, how you doing? Yeah. War report was. Yeah, Steve Bannon. Hey, going into the break, everybody, Pastor Eli James is joining us again. You can hear his shows over at Eurofolk Radio. Check out eurofolkradio.com for the times and schedules of when he's uh, going to be playing live. Uh, Eli, your shows go out live, do they not? Yeah, yeah. We repeat them uh, throughout the week on our weekly schedule, but our live shows are pretty much on the weekends. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nothing beats okay. live radio, man. Nothing beats it just going live. No, no, it's fun. Yeah, it's yeah, the only thing I do. what can happen. <laughs> That's true, man. Right. You know, going with Trump, we were talking about Donald Trump and the, the big disappointment. I think there's a lot of disappointment out there uh, with Trump. But, you know, I don't know about you. I, I was an athlete growing up, you know, playing sports as a kid, playing cross country, baseball, football, you named it. We played it. And the old American adage was, it's never over till it's over. I think that Joe DiMaggio, it's never over till the fat lady sings. And, uh, she hasn't sung yet. And we're, <laughs> you know what I mean? She hasn't sung yet. And we're going really into the bottom of the ninth as I look at it. And, uh, uh I, I don't see why we should give up just yet. Why should we? At the end oh, of the no. day, it's not over. Uh, we can't endure Biden. A lot of disappointment with Trump. I'm going to support you on that one. But then again, we don't have all the cards that he's got. But couldn't if, if this is the end of Trump, isn't there a lot of positives with Trump, though, with the awareness he's brought oh, out? Absolutely. Why don't you run through some of your bigger comp, uh, positives? Let's just a little bit of positives of the Trump okay. era. Well, he partially built a wall, <laughs> right? Uh, he, he hasn't made war, uh, at least active war against any new countries like Obama and, uh, and, uh, the Clintons and all of his predecessors. He hasn't actually, engaged. in fact, uh, he tried to defuse the Syria debacle, okay, by re- refusing to support ISIS, which Obama and Hillary did, okay. And by the way, the ISIS means is, uh, is, Israeli State Intelligence Service, that's what ISIS stands for. It's by no means a Muslim organization. Okay. So what we're talking about is wherever the Israelis are involved, there's bloodshed, there's turmoil, there is confusion, and quite frankly, the Western nations lose every single time. So we've seen the... Zionist operation. Let me just reel off some dates and some wars for people to give people a real perspective on what's going on here. First of all, although the Rothschilds weren't involved in the American Revolution, the Bank of England was, and Bank of England has always been controlled by the biggest, fattest, richest Jews, okay? the uh, It was taken over by uh, one of the Rothschilds, Nathan Rothschild, shortly before the War of 1812, and so it was 
Nathan Rothschild that uh, declared war on America behind the scenes because we refused to uh, grant a recharter the first bank of the United States. So he sent British troops over to America to force us to declare the second bank of the United States and which did because he basically bankrupted us in the process. And then uh, we can talk about 1789. 1789, the French Revolution, uh, which was definitely staged by the Illuminati, uh, the original uh, Rothschild, the original head of the family, uh, the Rothschild and uh, the Illuminati, Adam Weishaupt, uh, went into France and agitated against the crown there and uh, with communist agitators. And that was a communist revolution, folks. Don't make any mistake. This was a communist revolution, an anti-Christian revolution. They, they declared the Sabbath to be unlawful and they forced everybody to work seven days a week until they found out that people got tired and needed to rest at least one day a week. And uh, it was essentially communism. And, and the slogan of liberty, equality, fraternity, that's an ancient Freemasonic slogan. So they foisted that on the French people. And then, uh, of course, the... Napoleonic Wars from 1800 to 1815, totally financed by the Rothschilds on both sides. Although the Rothschilds, the Britain didn't really come into the conflict until, until very late in the game. Uh, as uh, Wellington's army had several campaigns in Spain and uh, leading into France where they would confront uh, Napoleon you know, at the Battle of Waterloo. But the Rothschilds were unable to get uh, the British people, the British Parliament, to vote to finance the uh, fight against Napoleon because, well, Britain was in the midst of the War of 1812, okay? So, all right, so we're not going to be able to talk the British Parliament into financing uh, this effort against Napoleon. So the Rothschilds themselves, with their own money, financed financed the uh, the British Army. Okay, to fight against Napoleon. So the, the Rothschilds very rarely will use their own money to finance the war. They usually connive to get governments to uh, fork up money from the taxpayers in order to finance these wars. And that's how the Rothschilds have been able to do it. Okay. So Wellington's army was directly financed by the Rothschilds. And then we have uh, the, <laughs> uh, the war, the American Civil War. 1861, where the Rothschilds financed the northern anti-slavery agitators and the banks, and the banks that loaned money to you know, the north until Abraham Lincoln said, no, I can't afford to pay 26% interest. I'm going to have to figure out another way of financing the war, and that's when he came up with the greenbacks. But the south was entirely financed by the Rothschilds throughout the entirety of the Civil War, and Judah P. Benjamin, a Rothschild banker, was Secretary of State, Secretary of Treasury, and he held another office. Uh, I believe he held the office of Attorney General as well. So you have the South being totally, you know, the entire Civil War was planned to perfection by the Rothschilds and carried out that way, uh, killing 600,000 yeah, of our... That was you know, actually the... Actually, no, World War Two One would be the last, but that was like one of the last great Clausewitzian-style military operations, yeah. you know, where you just line up bodies against each other and just, just basically slaughter yeah, everybody. Closs was, yeah, was kind of a stupid other, tactician. Right? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So then we had the uh the Spanish American War, which was so totally staged. We had the invasion of the Philippines. None of these wars have any interest for the American people. And typically throughout our history there have been anti war movements protesting against this what's uh falsely called manifest destiny. It's really Rothschild destiny using American military to achieve their objectives around the world. Standard oil, shell oil, uh, Gulf, you know, all, all these co- corporations are owned either by the Rothschilds or the Rockefellers. You know, you're talking about the robber barons. The robber barons are still alive and well, still doing their dirty work, but see, they got really smart. They bought all the media. So that the media couldn't report stories about how the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, etc., were behind all of these conflicts. Okay, that gem, that that brilliant idea occurred like around 1917. Okay, when they they had to take uh, total control of mass media here, especially the newspapers, because in those days it was pretty much just newspapers, so that uh, any anti-Jewish and anti-Rothschild uh, newspapers w- would not be able to argue against, as it turns out, they weren't able to, uh, take, take control of the Western newspapers. The Western, you know, uh, uh, on the other side of the Mississippi River, they were pretty much anti-war and anti-robber baron throughout the entirety of the war, but they had, uh, the Rothschilds and Rockefellers had total control of the Eastern media, which has been called the Eastern liberal establishment, not conservative liberal establishment financed by the super rich okay so then we had uh then world war one world war one again financed by the rothschilds the purpose of staging world war one was for them to get a foothold into palestine so that they could start exporting jews to palestine so they could fill their version of the return to the promised land, right? But since the Jewish people are not Israelites by any stretch of the imagination, there's just another charade. And they uh, they hired uh, uh, s- several propagandists, including uh, Schofield, C.I. Schofield, who wrote the annotated Bible, uh, the Schofield reference Bible, in which it was uh, profusely claimed that the Jewish people are the Israel of the Bible and therefore Christians should support anything they do. Okay, so that started in ni- around 1903. And uh, Henry Morgenthau, no, no it's, it's not the right guy, but uh, one of the uh, big big top uh, pro- Jewish propagandists led that effort to create that Bible, so C.I. Schofield's reference, reference Bible. So then we all know that uh, Germany was the last country to actually enter that war, but Germany got the blame for it because the Versailles Treaty was headed by nothing but Jews. Every nation that went to the Versailles Treaty had at least one Jewish advisor, like America had Colonel Edward Mandel House. France had a Jewish advisor. Germany really didn't have any advisors because they, they were prostate prostrate from uh you know the the sanctions and because the jews had staged a, a communist coup in germany they had to be fought off by the uh, world war 1 military veterans okay so and that resulted in the weimar republic which was totally run by jews okay so even though germany did not lose the war and not a single shot was fired on german soil during world war 1 germany was absolutely crushed 
by the Versailles Treaty, not by military means, yeah, but and by when the, you think about that, not a single <laughs> shot is fired on German soil, yet they still yeah. capitulate. It's like. What's with this? Yeah. You know what I mean? What's with this? Anyways, that's kind of, we're running out of time here. We got, uh, 18 minutes. Yeah, we okay. kind of get there involved. We want to move forward w- without too much more yeah. of that history because we all kind of get that. Have you heard about the Marines? Did you hear the story about the Marines and, and Pelosi asking the military to take over the codes and basically asked to, to conduct like a military coup against the president? Uh, have you heard right. much about yeah. that story? Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, yeah, Nancy Pelosi, uh, talked to the Joint Chiefs of Staff requesting that, uh, you know, they assist the Democrats in, you know, impeaching President Trump and, uh, and just, uh, uh, failing to support him. And their response was, no, we can't do that. He's still the commander in chief. And not until Biden takes over, can we do anything like that? Right? Okay. Yeah. So the Dems are trying every, every possible means to oust Trump and to take over the country. But this is typical. It's par for the course, the way the Rothschilds have operated in every single Bolshevik coup that they have staged. You know, and, uh, uh, oh, I forgot to mention the 1848 revolutions, which took place in every city, major city in Europe, kind of like the George Floyd riots we had, <laughs> right, earlier this year. Every every major city in America had the George Floyd. These things are staged. Anybody who doesn't see that these things are staged is, is simply hiding under a rock or listening too much to mass media. Okay? So, uh, I think Trump has one more shot, and that's you know, invoking the 2018 uh, executive order that would declare the election null and void because of election fraud. And he's got all the evidence in the world that it was a fraud, absolute fraud. You know, okay. I'm kind of, I'm kind of going down the Vachenic route that Trump is going to be out. There's going to be a military coup yeah. effective January 20th. Yeah, this, that's possible. You know, you this, know, because, this uh, military uh, will just yeah. declare this incoming administration an illegal government and we're waging a coup against it. And, uh, here's our authority and it came from the previous president and that's why Trump will not be inaugurated, uh, not in, yeah, that's why he's not going to be inaugurated on January 20th because the military is going to be in yeah, command. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a very risky move on the part of the Rothschilds. I agree. That's probably going to happen. You never know what can happen until that, that day comes, but, uh, we see that the Rothschilds have been unable to disarm the American militia. And it's close to 200 million and more of able-bodied white males, primarily white males. There's a few non-whites. There's just a handful. And there's a handful of Jews who believe in gun rights. But uh, it's primarily 200 million white males who will, uh, as we speak, are being thoroughly outraged by the antics of the Democratic Party, outraged by mass media, outraged by uh, all these, uh, okay, within, these yeah, within your, soothsayers. let me ask you this, within your, your networks, obviously you're more clued into the Christian network than I am, uh, is there talk of organization? Is there talk of how do we defend yes. ourselves against this, uh, criminally installed government, uh, you know, no. oh yes, there is. Because obviously, yeah, we're not no, going to be stupid and, and do a frontal assault on the government. 
per se because right. that's insane. But is there ways, you know, obviously. That's another reason why January 6th was a false flag. These patriots wouldn't be that stupid, especially being unarmed, (laughs) right? In fact, uh, Doc Waterman and I were talking about before January 6th that they probably – the Antifa would probably bring some Molotov cocktails, uh, other types of incendiary bombs, pipe bombs. Mm-hmm. There were reports there were pipe bombs that they were not used. As far as I know, they were not used. And other kind of equipment on site. Well, you know, do you think that the Trump supporters could have rolled this stuff in ahead of time with in a Democratic-controlled city without being detected? Yeah, you got a point there. This is massively Democrat-controlled. Yeah, yeah. And, in fact, the mayor – Ordered all of the shops to be closed that day so that the patrons couldn't go inside. I don't know if, if they had enough porta potties <laughs> for everybody, but uh, so they couldn't buy water. And uh, Doc Waterman and I said, anybody planning to go to this, make sure you have plenty of water. You know, take a backpack. You know, stay warm. You know, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, because this could turn into something ugly. You never know. Okay, well, it did, but not not everywhere, just at the Capitol building. So we see there's no doubt that the Democrats sucked these patriots in to, and there, there were patriots inside the the uh, the uh, Capitol building, and they were sitting on desks with their uh, chairs with their feet up on the desks and stuff like that, uh, and uh, videos were made of them decrying the uh, the state of the republic, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now all of these guys, all of these right wingers, they're the ones who were prosecuted. The Antifa crowd who were mixed in with them, they all get off scot-free. And yeah, that's there, what's the, infuriating. Yeah, what you're mentioning right there is what's infuriating, is the yeah. state apparatus is only being used to target white Americans. Everybody else has got a free pass in this country. That's correct. At, at some point, that's when correct. do the white people say enough is enough, this prosecutor here's got to go, this guy's got to go? And uh, it goes a little bit hotter because it's already hot because the oh, government man, is acting violently that. against white Americans. And then the yeah. blacks can and literally burn up your cities and you, there's nothing you can do about it. Right. Well, the, the police corps of the various cities are being asked to stand down, not on the behalf of the patriots, <laughs> right? Yeah. Maybe we should take advantage of the stand down. Well, okay. you know, yeah, that's, there's talk of that for sure. I know some patriot people yeah. have talked about it. I think right now, uh, uh, pastor, we just have what we just need to wait. Really, let's let this play out. We're in the final yeah, inning. Right. Uh, you got the, next week will be the final, you know, Trump's either going to strike out, right? The Democrats are going to strike out not. the side and Trump's going to be gone. <laughs> Or uh, something's going to happen. It's going to go on into extra innings. Uh, I don't think it's going to be the. G- it's either they lose, and as we lose the game next week, or it's going to go into extra innings. I don't think Trump's going to be. Right. There's no way to install Trump. Right. Right. So, well, even if it's a tie in the bottom of the ninth, the Democrats are going to declare victory, right? Well, they can declare, and, but uh, I don't I, think they can win. I don't think they can just, you know what I mean? I think this is bigger than yeah. them. They can complain, but oh, there's umpires is. out there that are going to say, well, actually keep playing. 
because uh, if the military's involved, there's nothing they're going to do. I think the military can stop this overnight. Well, Obama spent a, a major portion of his presidency firing patriotic generals and admirals. Yep. Okay. Hmm. And replacing them with his cronies. Okay. He even got the uh, Nobel Peace Prize for ex- escalating the war in Afghanistan, <laughs> right? I mean, wow, you see, when Democrats declare war, they get the Nobel Peace Prize. When we are forced to declare war, then we, we get hounded down and shouted down. This really reminds me of the pre, uh, you know, the, the, the run-up to the American Civil War, where there was actually fighting fisticuffs between the Democratic senators and the Republican senators in Congress. And we almost have had uh, scenes like that in our present Congress. And I think we will. We will actually see Republicans and Democrats striking blows at one another in the halls of Congress before this is all over. All right. But uh, what I have to say is that Joe Biden has promised – that he will curtail our right to bear arms. He's going to go after our guns. He's promised that he would do that. Again, I don't see how he can do that. you got a Second Amendment. It's not your business. Uh, Nice try, but that's an unconstitutional ruling, and consequently we don't recognize it. But clearly, obviously, they've gotten away with a lot. you know, you got your background checks and a lot of other things before you can own a weapon. But uh, I'm not sure how he can do that, you know. Well, but then uh, he has the court in the lockdown. They just did it. They just did it. And the American people meekly complied. Uh, Okay. Yeah, no doubt. So if you have a Democratic president instead of a Republican president, they go a lot further. So I'm telling people, get ready for the worst case scenario. Yeah, because, you know, we, we have a Democratic governor here in Illinois, the Democratic governor in Michigan and all over the country, all the Democratic governors have simply taken the law into their own hands and tyrannized over the people of their own states. Okay. They haven't called out the military yet. They haven't gone that far. But you know as well as I do, that's the next step. And I think Joe Biden and especially Kamala Harris, because Kamala Harris is a dyed-in-the-wool communist. Joe Biden is just an operative. He could care less. You know, he's kind of – he reminds me of Bill Clinton. He was just there occupying the White House while Hillary ran the country, right? And it may be the same with Biden and Harris. She's the one who well, really What I don't understand Biden. is that Harris is not – she's an anchor baby, so she's not – authorized to even hold that office so there's no, oh, no law she could do that the military should abide if they were taking their oath seriously you can't put a bite a, a right. harris in in office she's not authorized to hold the position of course obama wasn't either that's interesting and, yeah, yeah I mean, that's right <laughs> obama wasn't either and they did follow but the uh if yeah. they had any guts they would say we're not following this you're not authorized to be here you are not our commander you're not even authorized to hold this office we should arrest you uh stage our coup now and just take you out because you're you've taken over our country in an author- unauthorized way and just take her out which is what i would be well, advocating for yeah if biden calls out the military which he may i expect he will do that if he if he gets inaugurated, uh, the American patriot is going to have to make up their mind. So we're at the point, though, because the lockdown have uh, put a lot of white Americans in a situation where they really don't have much else to lose. 
They're losing their jobs. They're losing their homes. They're losing their families. Their sons and daughters are, especially their sons, are committing suicide at a higher rate than COVID-19 is claiming their lives. Okay. And uh, the only difference is that we don't have the uh, easy way to organize except for Internet. And that's being taken away also. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're going to try to say, well, look at this, you know. Yeah, but aren't uh, the churches, can't the churches serve as an organization uh, avenue? No. No, because the churches have been compromised. As I said earlier, the uh, the Schofield Reference Bible, it's been a 100 years of brainwashing Christians into believing that the Jews are God's chosen people and that we should support Zionism and the Israeli state. And that's where many Christians are at, so-called Christians. Okay? So uh, that's – and the churches are totally – how should I put it? Wimp. They've, they've wimped out. You know, they – they have not, only a handful of pastors across the country have actually tried to have services during the lockdown. Okay. In fact, one of them was a black minister who tried to have services. I, th- I think it was in Michigan, but they arrested him. Okay. And there's a couple in California and in Texas, white guys who tried to hold services and the local authorities acting on the illegal orders of governors and mayors have arrested these people. Okay. And the American sheeple are just standing around with their heads up their behinds, not realizing that this is absolute tyranny and a total international takeover. Either that or they don't care. I agree with you. Again, I agree with that. You know, it's like nobody has said a word. You know, we have our rights in America, guys, and nobody wants to stand up for them. Uh, We got about uh, two minutes to go. Right, about two minutes. First of yeah. all, why don't you get in real quick how they can hear your shows. So why don't you get that in real quick? Yeah. Yeah, just tune into Eurofolkradio.com, www.eurofolkradio.com, and just look at the schedule. And uh, you know, there's a drop-down. There's a download, show downloads, where you can uh, listen to any pre-recorded show. And then any live shows are also announced uh, with a active chat room. I hope Steve Bannon is still with us. I hope we didn't bore him with our discussion. So, but yeah, this is serious, folks. This is really getting serious. It's, in my view, it's American Revolution, Revolution Part Two. So just uh, real quick, probably about 40 seconds to go, America. It hasn't fallen yet. Does it fall next week or do we see extra innings? Well, it, uh, yeah, I think we see extra innings. It's, it's going to be, uh, you know, dodging, dodging bullets, dodging this, dodging that. I think we're going to see extra innings, but who knows for how long. The Democrats will get more agitated and desperate as time goes on. So it, that can't last too uh, too long either. Uh, with 20,000 troops, though, in, in, uh, in Washington, what are they going to be able to do? You think they're going to go crazy elsewhere? Uh, well, I, I think they're... If they're controlled by the Democratic Party, those troops will be used against Americans. All right. Okay. We are, there you go. Let's leave it at that one. That's uh, Pastor Eli James' yeah. take All on right. everything. Pastor, thanks for joining me. It's the Fetch, everybody. Thanks, thanks guys. See you Thursday, Saturday, 10 o'clock. Good night, everybody.